and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Ty. I'm Jackson. And once again, like I say every week, it is time for my favorite part of the week, and that's when I get to talk to my buddies about music. We have so much stuff to go over, but I got to tell you guys, I'm feeling a little sick today. I didn't get to go to the Frameworks concert last night. I'm feeling very, very, very of Mice and Men, Cold World, shitty. Oh, my God. (laughs) You were setting that up. You were so sad. Oh, that was such a great setup, wasn't it? It was good, though. Thank you. you. I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate it. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) All right, guys. Jokes aside, let's get to the news. Who wants to start us off? According to AlternativePress.com, Wolves at the Gate announces the new album, Types and Shadows, coming out November 4th this year on Solid State Records. Let's imagine that this album is really, really good. Just think of the year that Solid State has had. They're on fire. Yeah. Um, too much. It's an inferno <laughs> volcano. Yeah. <laughs> too much good music. The, the question is, what's going to come out next year? Because they've had every single major band with these amazing, amazing albums all 2016. Yeah, you never know with Solid State or what they have going on. The amount of hits just one after the other that we've been talking about. Forevermore, Silent Planet, Norma Jean. Fit for a King coming out. Relentless. Yeah. But now what did you guys think? We might as well do the new song that came out with this since we're talking about the album, right? So what do you guys think of the new track? Yeah, I liked it. But uh, I prefer the Herald's EP a lot more than this one. But I feel that this one is go- this definitely going to be, uh, I think, I'd say to say not one of the best releases, but it's still going to be a good release for Solid State. And everybody's going to be wanting to hear what Wolves of the Gate has to offer for this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's one song. <laughs> it's yeah. one song, so it's hard <laughs> to completely... Of course, one song does not summarize the whole album, so you have to hear the whole thing. Exactly, exactly. So, Jackson, what do you think? Well, first of all, the song is called Flickering Flame, and it is, to me, a really good song. I don't know if you guys feel the same vibe from it, but it kind of gives off like a more harder version of Wolves at the Gate. They're kind of going towards like a Norma Jean vibe, and I do know that the vocalists of that band are huge Norma Jean fans. Of course, they're label mates, but with that aside, they always have been real good friends. And I kind of feel that Norma Jean vibe. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I really like it. Yeah, yeah. I never really caught that, but I definitely would say Norma Jean is definitely, um, they should be considered legends at this point in time because they're influencing so many bands. Oh, yeah. sure. I heard some of that in there, Jackson. I, I just, it's the first track. So we've got plenty right. of time. I'm sure they'll release a couple more singles before then, but I liked it as well. It's just giving me another thing to look forward to from Solid State. That's for sure. Definitely. Another band that went ahead and signed with a great label. That band is Artwork, and they signed with Revival Recordings. They're going to have their debut EP, Black and White, that comes out on October 14th. Now, they re-released their new track that just came out. No, it's it's Black and White, which is a really good song. I enjoy it a lot. It's another great Revival Recording band. Like They fit in very, very well. That great mix of high vocals with the low screams. And then also, they are part of the 10 Frail Years of Vanity and Wax Tour with Alisana and Famous Last Words. So you know that show is going to be really, really good. Yeah, I was Which about to Ian say, is going this to is win the... in San Antonio. 
Yeah, I was about to say that's like Ian's favorite music label, and they're, he's going to be continuing up to date with their what stuff they're going oh, on yeah. in 2017. No, they're sure. gonna, they're going to be on the show. There's, <laughs> there's no <laughs> doubt. I'm just working my way through all revival people. There's no doubt about that. But I do have some bad news, Jackson. As some people have probably seen from my posts and tweets and everything, my car broke down for like the second plus time. So it looks like that car is not going to make it, which means I need to get another one, which means oh boy. prices for flights and stuff doesn't really look like it's going to pan out. Oh, boy. Man, I feel sorry for you, man. It's okay. You only ruin the rest of until <laughs> the show comes. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Oh man! Should I have man. kept on going? Like, don't worry, Jackson. I'm gonna see you. Yeah. Like, be at the airport at this time. I will see you. Oh there. no, 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 no! Wait a second. <laughs> That's a little too far. Uh, yeah, if only they invented the Star Trek, the Star Trek teleportation thing. Oh well, yes. You're you're absolutely right, Ty. I think that would only solve yes, my problems and not any of the other world's problems. <laughs> at least yeah, it would just be mine. just hands. Yeah. At least you get to go to a show uh, without buying like a super expensive plane ticket. I still have the option of possibly going down to New York for the October 1st show. The only you problem is I, I don't think make I'm going to make it. I don't think I'm going to make it. That's the problem. I uh, well, there's always Amtrak. No, no, that's true. So that's what I'm thinking is I could at least hop on the train maybe and do it. But it's just such a pain in the ass. I mean, you know how much I love Alisana, but I know they're going to go out after this again. So I'm just hoping they make it up here. Ooh. I'd, Ian, I'd Ian watch call, Ian's gonna crawl through dirt just to make it to Alisana. Serious yeah, and see, famous they last will words. Tour again. <laughs> they will tour again, but they're not gonna do a ten uh, year Franity Whale <laughs> next, whatever wax. Frail wins of vanity and wax. Yeah, they're not gonna do that again. So. I know, I know. Now I did see them do that before, I believe, but Look, I want to see. I, I think anyone who is in any of those cities should definitely go. But I just had this huge car problem. And look, if the fans want to go ahead and donate and send me money so that I can go ahead and go to this. Yeah, let's Kickstarter this. And Ian will give you a complete like update from the show and tell you how awesome it is and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But until we get to that point, I don't think it's going to happen. I think at least artwork being there and doing their thing, I think that's a good place for them to be. And they're re-releasing Black and White. I don't think that's a brand new thing, but they're re-releasing it with Revival. And I'm looking forward to hearing what else they have. And I think that that is a great label for them to be a part of. So we'll see how that works out. Unreleased uh, Bring Me the Horizon music. Did anyone listen to it? I did. I did too. Yeah, it was fine, right? It was good. Yeah, I was curious to hear what the other version of Blasphemy sounded like. And the other song, I forgot what the name of it was. I think it sounded like another version of Oh No, because you could still hear yeah. the same uh, keyboard parts and all that stuff. So, Yeah, they could easily put it out if they wanted to. I'm sure they've got all that stuff you know, finalized, and they could easily put out a special edition. A deluxe version. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's just a quick aside. I'm, I mean, there's no real use to describe them. Just mm-hmm. people, if you didn't know, go out there and look for it. It's easy to find. I think Ollie put it out there himself, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put it on their Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, news traveling through Instagram. And actually, that's a good way to, seg- to segue <laughs> to our next story, story in quotation marks, where Alt Press, once again, getting all their stories from Twitter because they have the story that Ben Bruce, the guitarist for Asking Alexandria, and Danny Warsnop, ex Asking Alexandria vocalist, they have patched up their fight, apparently. 
and their beef is all squashed because now through Twitter, it looks like they were partying together. Their friendship is back on. So, yay. Over a bottle of Jameson. I don't believe it. You don't? What what would be the point of saying it? Well, they have a they have a long history together, and they were in the same band for many many years now. So they grew I'm up guessing, together. Like, yeah, the bygones be bygones. Now I think Jackson wants them to fight. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not that I want it. No, nah, no. Nah. Even though people, really even though I don't agree with the life's too short thing, but I guess I gotta say life's too short to beef with somebody who used to be in the band with you and grew up with you. But hey, to each his own. I say life is too long. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's what I, Thank that's you. What I say. Thank you. But yeah, we'll I see. The exact same thing. You know, it'll be fine to have Danny come back and do guest vocals at some point in some later album, future album, whatever it happens to be. That'd be cool. Internet crashing yet again. Still doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Falling for it. I don't believe it. Danny is... He's Watch a, out, he's Kim Kardashian. Danny Warsnob is going to break the internet yet again. Well, he's doing a country album, so maybe he's softened. Yeah, maybe he does decide to come back to like push his image more for his next album. And everyone's like, "Oh shit, he's back! What's he? What's he been up to? I can really forgot about him. Oh shit, he's got a country album." I'm still waiting yeah. for that duet with him and Blake Shelton on the CMAs. Oh god, <laughs> I'm waiting for that like I'm waiting for a bullet. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> too oh, soon. That's some good lyrics. Too soon, too late. I can see that in a song. Wait, the, the one line I just said. Yeah, that would be a dark song. That was deep. Man, that was deep. That hurt. Yeah, right. A country song talking about Percocets. What? <laughs> we went off the rails. I have oh, no man. idea where we are anymore. Well, the album is called The Prozac Session, so hey. Wait, whose album? Uh, Danny Warsnop. Oh, his country album? He already named yeah. it? Yeah, it's uh, called The Prozac Session, so I thought you all knew that. Couldn't care less about it. Yeah, not really being followed. Yeah, I know. I, don't, I do not follow him on Twitter and Instagram. That's why I did not see all of these posts. Yeah, it's all over the place, though. So. I get all my Twitter news and Instagram news from Alt Press because apparently that's all they do now. That's their journalistic integrity. <laughs> like for our scene, they're the place to yeah. go. So I don't yeah. know why that they do these things. Like, I guess there are so many slow news days that that's the way they have to do it, but it just seems so weird. Well, then, you know what? Let's show our journalistic integrity. Let's go to a story that was on CNET. Oh, Tinder. Boy. Tinder, which is great bringing up Tinder on this show, Tinder and Spotify are now going to work together where when you're swiping on Tinder, the people that are seeing your profile are going to be able to hear a song of your choice. Another MySpace. Exactly. Now, Well, hey, at least it takes me back to good years, though. Explain to Jackson what MySpace was. MySpace was... Oh, shut up. I had a MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) So now, well, I think the only thing that mattered was MySpace being able to decide who are your real friends and who aren't by your little top five, top eight. Yes, yeah, so MySpace ruins thing. friendships. Facebook yeah. doesn't. They love clicks. Yeah. They love clicks, and they yeah. love ranking people. <laughs> Which oh, now, in our very PC 2016 culture, that would never fly. Yeah, yeah, Ep- you can't choose your top friends ever. No, everyone has to be equal on Facebook. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Well, here's the question then. So now let's say, you know, you don't have to admit to it, but let's say if you had a Tinder profile, what song would you choose that you would want whoever is looking at your profile to see? Yeah, mine is, uh, well, first of all, I don't have a Tinder, and this makes me want to get a Tinder. 
And I'm not even single. I haven't even used mine in a long fact, time, so. Just the fact that you could have a song on there now is like, oh shit. Just to troll people, but my song would definitely be Play That Funky Music White Boy. <laughs> I mean, if that's uh, not. Well, you are karaoke king grabber, with it. So. Oh, man. <laughs> that's not an attention grabber. I don't know what is. I mean, I'd be intrigued in someone who had that as their song. Oh, boy. Ian, what's yours? Oh, God. <laughs> yes. That would be a good song choice for sure. No, I think the problem would be that I would choose, like, the heaviest. Like, I'd choose Fit for a King, Pissed Off, and then no right. one yeah, no one would talk to me. And that's you the way I would do it. Swipe left or yeah. swipe right or whatever it is. That oh, look at, look at Jackson pretending like he doesn't know. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that was very smooth on your part. Very very well Thank done. You. Oh, yeah. man. So I snuck that one in there. <laughs> what about you, Ty? Uh, I'm probably going to go with um, Sorry by Attila. No, not really. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 everyone no, enjoys a C word in the Tinder profile picture. <laughs> I thought Ian's would be capture the crown or something. I honest. actually, oh god, I had no. a list of joke answers, and you're right. If it was, uh, that's not a knife. This is a knife, or you call that a knife. This is a knife. You call yeah. that a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, I don't even want to know the real name to that song. I just think that would be very funny as a profile thing. I don't yeah, think anyone it, would get it. They'd hear screaming like any girl would just hear screaming and then swipe left. That would be it. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's all hey, that's pop. Some advertisement, man. Should make yeah, it. It's all Ian pop culture people on Tinder. Tinder. I yeah, do. It's all pop culture people on Tinder. Well, look, I'm not expecting you guys to have seen my Tinder profile, but my Tinder profile. <laughs> I don't think I wanna. My Tinder profile has Ian hates all over it. It's basically an advertisement for the show. And then girls gonna see. Oh, Ian hates ill. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, shots but for, fired but, at the host. Yeah, you guys should have Tinder profiles that have the same fucking thing. Hey, I haven't even used mine in a while, but I'll probably have to update it. Yes, I would imagine so. But, so what song? But but in all realness, but I think I'll probably choose uh, Thrice Artist in the Ambulance or AFI's The Leaving Song Part 2. Something like old something old school. Not bad. Eh. You could have gone or Thrice. Girl, or Girls Gone Great. You'd get swiped too. <laughs> hey, you could have hey, done Black. swipe, I do. You could have swipe doing something swipe. right. <laughs> you could have done Black Honey by Thrice. Oh yeah, that's pretty. Hey, that's if you pretty swipe good right after hearing Black Honey, then hey, at least I'm doing something right. Yeah, then it's ties. Ties all about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if the story hadn't broke like ten minutes before doing the show, we probably could have had a funny list of all the different songs that we could have <laughs> chosen, like mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne "Girlfriend." That would be a funny oh, song <laughs> to put in the background. <laughs> These are just off the top <laughs> of my head, folks. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I'll just stick with Black Magic Woman by Carlos Santana. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, there you go. But then they, yeah, okay. <laughs> Were you just about to say, Jackson, that the girls that Ty is looking for are too young to know what that song is? <laughs> no. I, I stopped myself, okay? I was going to go in too deep. It could be. In- oh, the song 41. Yeah, that's what I was. Fuck, Ty, you beat me. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Pun intended. Well, anyway, so now, just so everyone knows, at some point, they're going to upgrade Tinder, I guess. I don't know if you have to join premium or whatever it happens to be, but you'll be able to go ahead and put your favorite song there. Plus, you'll be able to listen to other people's favorite songs when you get to their profile picture. So, Exciting. That would be cool. I mean, but I don't know if you have to pay for the songs. No, you wouldn't have to Ooh. pay. No, I don't think I you have not. to pay. No, because it's, well, you, you pay for Spotify already. So. Oh, you oh, hope that's not. Uh-oh, so Ty's looking forward to this. Ty's like, I'm already paying the premium, 
So <laughs> I don't want to yeah, have to do it. Add to my bill, man. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's just too much. I think it'll work out fine through Spotify. But I think also it does, to me anyways, and I'll be serious for a second, it would actually be nice to scroll to some girl's picture and have a cool song playing. Like That's you're going to be able to get rid of a lot of people based on their music taste because music is a big part of life. And especially for us, like us doing the show, going to live shows, doing all that kind of stuff. It is tough when you're dating someone who doesn't like your music because they just don't understand. Yeah, that's true. Or I have to force them to like my music so that they are forced to understand. Yeah, <laughs> you just get dumped easily. Which I have done. Been, dump, been dumped easily? And, yeah, this, no. No, I have, like, the girlfriend I have, I remember she listened to country and stuff. And, you know, you start off, you you know, you started off with some Pierce the Veil, some uh, Nick yep. you know, not too hard. And then you blast that Die Art is Murder CD, and it's like, <laughs> this is this is maximum level, okay? Right. right. <laughs> no, that's a good way. You have to kind of, you have to Just build up their that. tolerance. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's how I did it. And now I think she likes heavier shit than I do. Damn. Yeah, I mean, if the girl listens to yeah. country music, listen to like some He Is Legend or mainly in the Sons of Disaster or something, just ease her way into metalcore. That's easing the way in? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you no. go from country to mainly into metalcore. That's the easy transition right there. Ooh, I don't know. I think you go to like This Wild Life and then yeah. you work oh. your way up from there. <laughs> like, okay. I then never even thought of that. With sirens. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, sleeping with yeah. sirens, pierce the yeah. veil, and with then the front man yeah. of a tray you would call whiny, the whiny bands. Those <laughs> are the ones that you start them off with. That should be part of our new bits on the show is just say, oh, yeah. yeah, he would not like this. So that should be part yeah. of the review process every time. Al- Alex Vargas says disapproves. Yeah, I forgot how you said his last name. We'll just call yeah, him Alex. I just made I just pronounced it off the top of my head. One last thing, I think it's funny how whoever put in the Tinder and Spotify segment in, how they put like five exclamation points next to it as if this is like this is the latest and greatest. That was me. Shit ever. It's, <laughs> it's the most yeah. and it's in sliced bread. <laughs> and sliced bread, I don't even care that much about this though. This is about music oh. and sex. This is important. Oh, speaking of sliced bread, uh, shout out to Brian Kendrick who won last night. Oh, yeah. I know. I didn't know where he was going for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, Brian Kendrick. Sticking with CNET, actually, and sticking with Spotify for a second, they have a report out now that says that U.S. sales from streaming music were up 8.1%, and that gets it to $3.4 billion in the first six months of 2016, compared to the same period last year where music industry trade groups said the revenue was down 0.5% last year. So things are really jumping for Spotify, Apple Music, all the pay subscription sites, which is awesome because they're supposed to be paying all the artists that we listen to. So big fan of this. I think this could be if this is actually going to the artists themselves. And that's the question that we have to see if they continue reporting on. But that is a very, very good sign if that's the truth. Yeah, hopefully these bands definitely get to get paid from all of this because everything's picking up, like you said, and hopefully bands can benefit a lot from these sales. They said, another quote from the story, they say, this shift marks the best growth since the 1990s, according to a Recording Industry Association of America report. So that's pretty that damn good. very professional. Yeah, it did, didn't it? 
You said that good, Ian. Good Thank job. you. Thank you very much. I practiced. <laughs> I'm very happy about this. Now, for me, and we'll go around the horn here, I do a mixture. I'm definitely, definitely subscribed to Spotify because we listen to so much music on the show. I mean, I'd still be, even if we weren't doing the show, I would still be subscribed to Spotify because of how much music I listen to. But then also, as everyone knows on the show and who listens, I pre-order bands that I know I'm going to love their albums. So I do a lot of that as well. So I do a mixture of both. I'm always getting new CDs, and then I'm also subscribed to Spotify. So what about you guys? How do you guys normally go about this? I just go to the regular store and just buy it Okay. after I listen to it. There you go. I have a little rotation going on where I have Apple Music, and whenever I hear a new album is coming out, I add it to my list to listen to on Apple Music. And if I really like it, I go and I buy the CD or I order it. But if I love it, I buy the vinyl, right. which is more money. And, you know, it goes in my masterpiece. So <laughs> if I like it, I don't just have it in my phone because I don't know why, but I get guilty. So I hope that Apple really does pay the bands and Spotify and all that stuff, you know, a good amount, even though I really doubt they do. That would actually be a really good interview question that I don't think I've ever heard from anybody. I thought like I asked, asked the band. You did? Yeah, I thought I asked, was it Fletcher Howell from the new low? I think you I know asked what him. Did. Yeah, I think you I did. asked him about it. But that is, you're right. That is a good question, which I wonder if everyone knows about that. But I might start asking that a little bit more to see what, yeah. what they're actually Because that is getting. the future of, of music and how yes. it's distributed. So, like, to know that the bands are being taken care of, because everybody knows that they're not making near as much cd sales as it used to be right like this is the way it is now so I, yeah. w- I would love to know how much exactly you know that goes into how much money they could make or how much they are making right yeah but that's true other than that i just you know i listen to it because if, if i don't like it i mean i'm sorry it's it, it that's how the world is i'm not going to give you the money if i don't like it oh sure so yeah, i listen to true. it if i like it i buy the cd and if i love it i buy the vinyl and right. yeah. i'm usually very true to my word i have I mean, just this year, we're in September, I've probably bought like 30 plus CDs, you know, of all the albums that have came out. And yeah. I have, yeah. you know, so many vinyls. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, for some reason, I just lost track of how many CDs I bought this year because so many albums came out this year and probably bought few this year than last year because last year's was like so all over the place. Oh, I bought mm-hmm. way more this year, I think, because all of my favorite bands seem to have. I mean, I even have the My Chemical Romance box set of lps and vinyls coming and i don't even have a vinyl player did you get your rock sound thing yet no it didn't come yet oh wow they said they they said they shipped it yeah it said it shipped it like two weeks ago that's probably coming from the uk so it'll probably be a while before you get it yeah i just i would have thought a week maybe but not two it's very strange so i'm still on the lookout for that yeah but i am getting the my chemical romance stuff that's all coming to me next so they should have shipped it really early that's weird Knowing that that's the only way you could hear it, you know, that, yeah, it came out so long ago, but there's still people who have not heard it because that's yeah. the only way you could hear it by having the CD. Yeah, because exactly. it's not on Spotify. It's not on anything else. So, yeah, it's kind of yeah. strange. But, yeah, no, I also have the official MCR stuff that's coming, too. Sweet. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'll have a report on all that stuff when it comes out. But I, I'm a big supporter, obviously, of all this music. So are you guys. So as long as Spotify yeah. is giving money to them 
that's also yes. a big thing. But that's why I think we split it very well, where we're supporting our favorite bands as well, besides just playing the stuff on Spotify. We're also, and for all of us too, especially on the show, and hopefully the listeners of the show, all the haters out there, hopefully you're going to Eight. shows. Yeah, hopefully you're going to live shows and buying a piece of merchandise or picking up an album there too, because that money goes directly to them. Yes. So yeah, and if you're yeah. ever wondering why the band doesn't go to that venue where you stay as much, it's because they don't get a lot of attendance there. So every head counts. Yep. You know, every ticket purchase really counts, especially if you go in there and buy a shirt. You know, that's how their managers or whatever determine their tours and where they're stopping by. Exactly. Yeah, because bands always encourage fans to come to the shows and buy the CDs directly from their merch table because there's like so many stories going on with like labels and bands and where the money's going and all this other stuff. So definitely keep going to their shows and going to their merch table, conversing with the bands, buying it directly from them so they can have some money to continue going on tour and stay on the road and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely keep that up. I highly encourage it. Yeah, there are three things that I've learned through all these conversations with all these major bands that I've had in this last year. One is first week and second week album sales are extremely important. Very important. Yep. Very important. That's number one. Number two is the pre-orders are very important as well because they get more money from those and it shows them projected growth. Like you're already, that right. goes to those first week sales already. They can there. know what to plan. Exactly. Yeah. And then the third one is picking up, just like Ty said, picking up merch and albums at the actual live shows that you go to. Those are the three things you can do to ultimately support all of your favorite bands. Yes. Definitely. So there you go. Yeah, that was a good topic. I enjoyed talking about that. PSA of Ian Hates. The more you know. Just went across yeah. the screen. And as the famous words of DJ Khaled, food ain't free. There you go. Do you want to save that for your final words for tonight? <laughs> no. Yeah, you know what? I would do. I do. There you go. Oh, All right, let's move on. Eat. Let's move on to some more songs here. We've got new songs. Who wants to tell the backstory of this first new song before we actually get to it? I don't want to do it. Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> I, I guess it's on it. me now. I'm not sure we've ever had anyone say I don't want to do this story. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I don't want to. I guess it's on me, right? Yep. Yep, you're yeah, because C I, Jackson because CM I, Punk. Yeah, because <laughs> I uh, I applaud this said dude in this situation. Go ahead, buddy. It's for, um, Attila with Sorry off their new album Chaos coming out October. Franz posted up on his Instagram or Twitter or whatever. It was on Alternative Press. They reported it. Oh, of course. And it was a video of him saying that he wants to make this video as like a public service announcement and he wants to basically apologize to anybody who's ever, he ever hurt in his music, apologizing to people like his peers in the music scene, people who had listened to his CDs or people who don't listen to his music. They said it was going to come out the day after. That particular day, the song comes out, and I think the very first lines were, you want apologies? Well, F you. Yeah. And I laughed so hard at that. I was like, Franz just literally trolled you all yet again. People who were expecting Franz to apologize for all the music that he's given people over the years, you are dead wrong. I feel what sorry for y'all. Well, here's I feel sorry for y'all. This is exactly what Jackson thought when he saw this. Oh God, Jackson, you the one who actually fell for that? No, I didn't even know the backstory. You don't get it because it said "watch it," like you were like, <laughs> "watch it." Oh From man, his but yeah, Franz well. got all of you. I well, applaud his trolling. I would say for one thing, I don't think anyone was fooled. 
I'm going to, maybe I'm giving people too much credit, but I don't think anyone was fooled. It was just nice that it turned out to be an actual song and not something stupid where it was like a picture of his middle fingers or something. But you see, the thing is, people look too seriously into Attila's music and lyrics. Like everything that every every lyric that Franz has said in Attila's songs, people think that they're serious when they're not. Like about that life, people thought that uh, everybody can suck his fuck or whatever, and <laughs> say, "Oh, those that's the lyrics. That's what pe- that's what's taking over like real music." He stole that from Donnie Darko, anyways. So, <laughs> oh <saying>. yes, <laughs> yes. Well, you can yes. go suck a fuck. See, I <laughs> didn't even me exactly know the backstory behind the song. I just, I, I remember. I, I, was, like, I was watching Donnie Darko <laughs> a week or so ago, and that line oh, came yeah. up in the movie. Fuck yeah, man! That's my all-time favorite movie. <laughs> So awesome. Oh, man, that's my favorite. I can't wait to do an Ian Hates Movies on Donnie Darko. I'm just saving it up for the right I would listen for sure if you do that. Well, I'm glad you'll finally listen to my show, Ty. (laughs) Yeah, I listened to Ian Hates Movies before that. (laughs) I'm I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. We saw the history. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) So, yeah, so it was a brand new song off their new album. Now, when is their new album coming out, Ty? I think it's uh, October. I'm not... I'm I'm not sure what the specific date was. That's really quick. Are you sure? It's who cares? <laughs> Jackson found another one he hates. Yeah, uh, we can just get into the gist of what we thought about the song. Yeah, the song. I'm pretty sure. It's I love how be much another... Jackson hates this. this. Is great. I really yeah, don't I think, like it. I, I think like the, it was such a letdown. Yeah, I think the song in general. I think it sounds like another like a continuation of their "Wanna Be a Mirror" sound, but it's definitely. Um, it's definitely a big hit amongst like the social media circles, and I've seen friends of mine on Facebook uh, retweet the song and do this other stuff. Oh, that's my jam of the day. That's my jam of the week, and stuff like that. So, okay, so about two days, maybe three days before the song released, Franz got on his social media and was talking about how he can't wait for the new leaf to turn for the new music. It's gonna sound so different. So I was like, oh man, they're gonna go back to rage and you know soundtrack to a party and all that stuff like i don't i did i never hated attila those albums were awesome i used to love attila it was a recent album and you know of course this single where i just completely fell off and i was like this is awful and now i was really excited for this new album because i really thought with all the reception that they've gotten from about that life and guilty pleasure you know everybody's saying hey you know you should go back to the rage album I don't know why I thought they would change because you know how Franz is, but I really just thought it was going to be a good song. And there was not one yell or scream or whatever you want to call it in this song. It was just straight up rap with, you know, chugs in the back. That's all it was. That was the whole song. And some really cheesy. Well, don't don't call them a mirror. They were better than that. A mirror. And basically described the mirror. No, because the mirror goes. Chugga, chugga, well, chugga, he, chugga. Well, Frankie Palmer would be rapping too, so. Hey, hey, There's continue. one thing I want to add also. I don't know if this is like a front, you know, that they put up. I've met Franz in real life. And what would you guys think Franz is like? Like, I, honestly. I bet you gave you a hug. Yeah, I haven't, met, I haven't met Franz in real life, but I've seen Attila live so many times. And if I would have went up to him and have a conversation with him, it could be, I could be on the fence about it. Because either he could be a nice guy, he could be humble. Or he could just be like how the media portrays him as like this typical asshole. Ty, you just right. you chose all the things he could be. <laughs> yeah, just, well, <laughs> see, the you media never know does with these people. portray him to be an asshole. And I will tell you, I don't like the band. 
But Franz is humbled. He is very sweet. When I met him, he was awesome. He really was. Did he give so, you a hug like I said? Yeah. Yeah, see? He, he was really right. was awesome. And a picture and everything. I mean, he really is a cool guy. So it's nothing towards Franz. Oh, of course, I know it's his lyrics and stuff. I don't like his music. But I'm not saying I hate them as right. people. Sure. I don't want people to get that vibe. I actually think Franz is awesome. He's he, he really is a good, genuine person, I think. And of course, and he's know, very like, and he's very business savvy. Yeah, he's oh, very yeah. smart. He really is. Oh, for, for sure. For yeah. someone in our genre to be driving around Ferraris and shit and living in Orlando with palm trees in your backyard and all Fuck that, yeah. I mean, you got to be doing it right. You got Universal I mean, Studio right there. Him. I got you. And you got two kids, and and you know he is living the life. I mean, he he's Stasic got his recording, Stasic merch. Yeah, all. kudos to him. I hate the music. I love them. <laughs> there Basically, is what I'm trying yeah, to say. I, yeah, if I were to meet Franz in real life, I'd probably just have like a business discussion, not a musical discussion. I'll try and get him on the show. Yeah, discuss some business. <laughs> I don't think he would do it though. I don't think he does yeah. a whole lot of interviews. I'm pretty sure. He, I think he does. Uh, well, he, he does with be... like huge like alt press and shit. Right, and they're but not. He's, he probably, like, he's not going to help the medium guys. You probably do interview with Forbes magazine or a Time magazine or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> like you a magazine ends I, up I on notes. Yeah, if they would actually go to him and ask him. Well, look, yeah. I what I thought was funny was I didn't mind the song. I thought it was very similar to their last album. But I saw a lot of people talk about how it's better than every track of the last album. So yeah, people are hearing that. yeah, people are hearing this stuff a lot differently. So it's very polarizing for sure. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Basically. And also, Franz should have won an Emmy for that performance because the Emmys were on a day or so ago. Game of Thrones was too busy winning all of them. MVP. Yep. Hold, hold on, people. I'd like to announce Bill Cosby's coming to the stage. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was a huge... What you gonna do is oh, get yourself some pudding pops and chocolate pudding. Yes. I'm very glad. I'm very glad that your impersonation did not include all the raping that he did. Rape culture doesn't exist, according to uh, uh, what's is... his name. Oh Shithead? God! We already what was his name? we already again. forgot about his name. Yeah, because he's a what's fucking his, idiot. It was, oh my it was god! T- Timothy shit or something like that. Uh, Dick Timothy shit, or something. Shit Timothy. Shit Timothy. Shit Timothy. <laughs> no one's gonna know oh, what, what we're talking god. about. You had to bring up this him. irrelevant dude again. Yeah, fuck him. But yeah, well, also fuck Bill Cosby too. By the way, that was the oh point. God. That was the point fuck of look. He's a rapist, allegedly. 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 But allegedly 80-something plus times, and comedians have known about it for years, and it's the, that's like... disgusting. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. But yeah, that's he, why that joke on the Emmys actually worked, because they were making fun of Bill Cosby, not making fun of rape. They wanted to see right. how freaked out everyone was going to be that the Emmys would actually let a rapist like him do the Emmys. And obviously they what? wouldn't. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah. I have to say allegedly for that one because he's only paid people off. He hasn't actually pay, been convicted. You should make a sound bit for that allegedly. Oh, that's we actually really a good idea. Uh, surprises are coming. I can't talk about it right here. So we'll have to wait. But let's just say there's some interesting, more interesting stuff coming to yeah. Ian Hates Music. So, All right. So we're all good with Attila, right? I mean, Jackson yeah. loves him. Uh, I don't know about we're all good with Attila, but yes, we uh, we all said our words on Attila. <laughs> all right, well then, here, Jackson, why don't you take this one? Why don't you talk about Being as an Ocean? All right, we're going to get on to the good music songs. Uh, Being <laughs> as an Ocean songs. released a song called OK, and it yes. is amazing. Oh, I thought it you is. were going to say OK. 
<laughs> See, I was going to say that, but I was like, oh, I wish it was kind of an okay song so I could say it was okay. <laughs> but it was so good. It really was. They they stepped it up, man. You know, every album from the beginning, they have a totally different sound. Them and Hundredth are a band. They're like the only bands I could say that really do evolve with every album in a good way. Yeah, uh, because uh, Being as an Ocean with this song, I think it's a perfect uh, representation of what they're going with sound-wise. And because you haven't really like heard any like news or something about Being as an Ocean for a long time, they just keep dropping single after single. I guess the members, from what I can gather, they're like scattered all over the country now, so they really don't really get together as much. Okay. But so yeah, they're still around. So and this song is a good representation of where they're going and and keeping people like alert on what they're doing. Yeah, I like the track as well. The only thing that was a little surprising to me were the addition of the electronics. It was, it's not electronic core or anything like that, but nah, no. I, I was very surprised at how much was in this track because I don't remember them using that that much in any previous album. Yeah, you, you never heard any electronics in their previous songs, but this one, this at, at least it was done the right way and not yeah, like oh, yeah. using it as filler. No, it wasn't overdone. It worked nah. with what they were going for, and I liked the piano at the end fading in and out. Yeah. Like, I thought that all worked well. I was just surprised because I just wasn't expecting it. That's all. Yeah. They've experimented with it on previous albums, especially on their How We Both Wondrously Perish album. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the last two songs called Mothers and Natures, Okay. those songs had... But you could tell it was kind of like an experimental right. way because, right. like you said, their albums don't ever have electronics in it but from time to time every once in a while they will throw in a tad bit but other yeah. than that yeah it, it this song really did overdo it with the electronics but not in a bad way it, it was just like ian said surprising yeah it was noticeable i think that was right. the big yeah. thing yeah but hey yeah. i like the song i think i'm looking i mean obviously i'm looking forward to more <laughs> stuff there's no doubt about it i love this band so you think yeah that's yeah, I, that's that okay. gets an okay for me <laughs> All right. hey, it gets an okay from time. It gets an okay. So now <laughs> we go on to Dance Gavin Dance, and they put out their yes. new track, Yep, Betrayed by the Game. Uh, once again, let's just mention, Mothership is out October 7th, and that's with Fit for a King and a whole bunch of other people, right? Yes. Yeah, we have, a, we have a lot coming out on that day. But I got to say, so this song is so fucking good. Like, it's I, too good. I really, like, I've always been a fan of the band, but it's one of those things where their albums just kind of come and go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't often put a whole lot of them into my playlist. Like, I'm just kind of like, it's here. They're really talented. I like it for what it is, and then I kind of move on. This album, though, I haven't been this excited for a Dance Gavin Dance album in forever, and both of these tracks are so fucking good so far. Yeah, because ever since the song uh, premiered on Facebook or Alternative Press again, it's been on repeat since like like five times. I think I played that song over and over five times already since yeah. like, like watching the video over and over. I think I ripped the video too, and so I could watch it whenever I want. Sure. Instead of just going on YouTube, but yeah, I think uh, acceptance speech. I think it was definitely missing a little bit of something that this. I think this album gonna supposedly have these two songs definitely keep me. Looking forward to this new one that's coming out. Before I get into what I think about it, I want to ask Ian, are you okay with the lyrics? Because I know you're a lyric police, <laughs> and I know you had a lot to say about the last one. I love... Uh, well, here's the thing. As a band, they have decided to make up weird-ass lyrics. 
So that's a thing yeah. that they do, which makes right. them good. It's when people, you know, insult their fans by using cliche Go ahead, lyrics. Just, just I, say it. I just don't know. I don't know what I would say. I, I don't know what <laughs> band I would be talking about right now. He's referring to Cold World. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackson, what do you think? But two strong singles released in a row. The only thing I don't like about this song is that you can't buy it yet. <laughs> or can you? Because I, if you look on iTunes you, or anything, you can't listen to it. If you pre-order, you get both tracks right away. Oh, uh, well, yeah. See, because I usually just, you know, just buy the single off iTunes or, you know, on Apple Music or Spotify. And it's just there. The only way you could hear this is by YouTube. Right. The song itself is awesome. And I don't know which one I like better. I think it's betrayed by the game more, but it just makes this album look so much more promising yeah. than it did maybe before they released any of these singles. Because I think we talked about them releasing Mothership without the single. Right. And we're all like, just like, oh, you know, okay, cool. But with these two singles, it's like, damn, you know, this yeah. is really going to be good. And now we're really stoked for this one. This oh. is one of the heavy hitters that are coming yeah. October 7th. Yeah, that exactly. We are putting at the top of our list. Yo, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Betrayed by the Game is going to be a huge song to play live with everybody in attendance See, singing along. And I am super, super pissed because since I was planning on going to Texas to see Alisana, now that my car troubles have happened, Cambridge, Massachusetts show that's on October 7th when the album comes out is sold out. Mm. It's a block away from my apartment, and I cannot just walk. It's sold out. Oh, it's sold out. You said. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to call in some favors or something. Yeah. Get get on the guest list or something. Get on the guest list. So I believe they're playing with the white noise and a few other people as well, but I can't remember them off the top. Hail the sun. Yes. Hail the sun. Yes. Okay. Is it a small venue? Because I mean, that's small. Already sold out. Small venue. Yeah. That's why it was going to be awesome. Okay, yeah, because I, I don't, I mean, no, you know, disrespect to them, but I don't, I didn't know they could sell out a venue that quick. Oh, well, yeah, hey, I got it. Dance Gavin Dance, man. But yeah, definitely hit up John and see if you can get on the guest list because he'll respond to you. Okay, I'll do it. I mean, it worked, it worked for me twice. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, well, there you go. So Dance Gavin Dance, Mothership, we're all super stoked about it. <laughs> These two singles are awesome. So everyone go out and pre-order Mothership. Go to dancegavindance.com and look up or... Facebook.com. I forget what their actual website is, but go and uh, pre-order because they have a lot of unique pre-order bundles as well. And then make sure to they see do. them live on this tour as well because I've heard nothing but good things. All right, next, Out Came the Wolves, another band. Now, this band I actually have tickets for already. This is in November because I knew I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, they're going to be with uh, Hands Like Houses, Our Last Night, all that kind of stuff. So that'll be fun. I uh, have seen the band live. Haven't heard the song. Yeah, it's a good song. I mean, it's so the the song's called Bleed. Strange Fate, their album comes out 1031 on Roadrunner Records. Uh it's a fine rock song. Like they're alternative rock slash a little bit of new think, metal, maybe. I think I've I think I heard the song because they were playing with the word alive and fit for a king in March. So I think I've heard the song because I remember talking with the vocalist or the guitarist outside the venue and I'm like, what songs did you guys guys play? And I think one of them was Bleed. Yeah, might have been. But this is the first time this is the first time they've released it, I believe. Yeah. I mean, Jackson, did you get a chance to listen? Yeah, I did. Um it's kinda like you said, you know, it's it's a good rock song. I mean, 
I don't want to say I don't like it because it's just, you know, like a normal alternative rock song. Sure, sure. But it, it it's good. It just doesn't really stick to me. It, it's probably not something I'll be revisiting. It's it's just good. It's not something that's going to make my ears bleed, I guess I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sure. bad. Sure. It's not 21 just, Pilots. We, we got uh, you. Uh, <laughs> can I ever get a line uh, off without getting uh, shitted on? Well, now we can say Attila. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they've got next as well. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to what they got next. I, you know, it's just the song that just didn't stick, but sure. always looking forward to new music. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So next bands now, Ty, did you get a chance to listen to these? It's called, uh, they're a band called Vamps, and it's called Inside of Me, and it features Motionless and Whites, Chris Motionless on yep. vocals. They're a Japanese duo, J-rock band, J-pop band, whatever you want to call them. Sure. And... I say the song is pretty good. It's all right, but it's not something that I can revisit. But yeah, it definitely holds its own for sure. I actually really liked it. I think this one will make my playlist for sure. I'm interested once again, like I know I've said this already, but because I like this so much, I'm looking forward to newer stuff because I had never heard of them before. So this was. Yeah, I never heard of them until today. Yeah, and to be completely honest, it's only because I saw featuring Chris Motionless. That's the only reason. Why I clicked on Yeah, I think that's it. the marketing ploy for these bands these days. Just employ like bigger bands and their vocalists and just have them guess on your song so you can get some buzz. Exactly. But they do a good job. Like I'm impressed. It's only two of them as well. And it's all good rock, alternative rock, alternative metal, whatever you want to call it. I think they do a good job. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it to people to check it out at least and, and see where they're going. Yeah, definitely for a lot of J-Rock fans. Well, there's Cold Rain, who's really good. There's oh, yes. also Cold um, Rain. I, lo- I love Cold Rain. Yeah. Um, OK Rock One as well. Uh, don't Not really a fan of them. Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah, yes. Crystal Lake, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's hit and miss, but it's the same as yeah. any American band, too. I mean, we could start running through. Obviously, we've had bands that we all don't like and other bands that we do, and that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. Attila. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Attila's going to be Jackson's favorite band for forever now. Oh, yeah, about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. This is Friend of the Show, Desires, just today. So since it's coming out Thursday and we we do this earlier, obviously, it's called Me, Myself, and I. It's a cover. A G-Easy cover. Yes, I did not know the original, nor have I heard the original. (laughs) I've just heard the cover. I haven't heard the original either. No, but I thought thought the cover was very good. I like what Desires is doing. Yeah, I felt like it was like mostly like spoken word instead of it like is. a rap because Jeezy's rap. Right, and right. Desires is like melodic hardcore with a lot of like speaking parts. Yeah. But I think I, I the vibe I got from it, uh, I think, uh, would you consider this another like punk goes pop song in a way? Well, you could say that for any cover, to be completely honest. You could do any cover you can say could be on punk goes pop. Yeah, because honestly, Punko's pop is very like 2009, 2010. Nobody really does it anymore. But, hey. And they just had an album come out like last year. Yeah, I was about to say they've done it like hugely every year popular, since 2011. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first year that they haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say that since I do have every single Punko's Pop album, they have never done a melodic hardcore cover ever. So this is new-ish, you know what I mean? You know, I already like Desires and I already like what they're doing. Yeah. I also like this. So if you like that style of music, that melodic hardcore, that's what they're bringing to this cover, and I think they do a very good job with it. Yeah, they're like a hotel books thing. Yeah, exactly. So go ahead, check out Desires, check out their website, pick up 
their brand new EP that we uh, talked about before. Look up the past conversation I had with Desires as well, because that was a good one. Uh, so kind of see where Steve and the guys are going. I think, Jackson, you're going to see them at So What, right? Yes, sir. Yes, there are tons of friends of the show at, at So What yeah, in Texas. Really is. Yeah, that's going to be a really good show. All right. Last one for new songs, and this is another friend of the show. Now, none of us have been able to listen to this because it's Young Medicine, and they're coming out with a brand new track today. So the day that you're listening to this show, hopefully <laughs> the day it comes out, is when that track comes out. So I'm looking forward to this because it's been a while since they've had anything new out, and I'm looking to see what direction they're going to go as a band. So make sure to check out Young Medicine. I think we're up to our favorite part. Tours? Uh, tours. Not, well, I thought we were reviews, but okay, we could do tours. Well, there's one tour. There's one tour. Yeah, there's and, only one. I mean, every single band is out on tour right now. Like, every yeah, single one so of us. Like, the only people that aren't are Farewell My Love, and they're going to be making a tour announcement hopefully soon. But other than that, it's like every single band is out. So they're out before all the holidays and all that kind of stuff. But what's funny is Hell in the Hallways has been extended. So that's Ice Nine Kills. It Lives at Breeze, Sirens and Sailors, Assuming We Survive, and Reckless Serenade. That is two days after Thanksgiving here in oh. Boston. So I yeah. uh, that is a killer lineup. Yes, it really is. Because I've been looking forward to seeing Assume We Survive. They're on the same label, Third String Records, I believe, with Desires, actually. I've been looking forward yeah. to seeing them. Sirens and Sailors are always really good live. I've seen them now multiple times. And then, obviously, Ice Nine Kills. And it lives at Breeze. I've been waiting to see them for a long, long time. So Yeah, I'd probably go for Sirens and Sailors. Because I've done sound at their shows before. And I really could care less about anybody else at this point. <laughs> oh, damn. I know, Ty. Kills. The way that you say that is so weird. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen Ice Nine Kills before. I mean, they're probably a good show. I'm not really a fan of them. It lives at Breeze. Not really a fan of them. Assuming we survive. Not a fan of them. But Sirens and Sailors are definitely familiar because they're from Rochester and they come to Queens every like because that that was like back in 2012, 2013 when they used to do shows and they used to come to play at this uh, venue called Hall of Fame Studios in Jamaica, Queens. And sure. this guy who used to run shows had me do sound there and I, they would play and I do sound for their shows and they put on a pretty good set. I'm pretty sure that's money wasted if I ever bought a ticket to go see just them. No. I will disagree no. with you. I will absolutely no. disagree because I'm not saying that you have to like anyone else, but I never think it's a waste of money to go see a band that you enjoy. So I don't. we don't want to send the wrong message to people. Even if it's just one band that you like, you might get opened up to others. And personally, and this is just me, but let's just take, because I haven't seen It Lives at Breeze live yet, this will be my first time seeing them, Ice Nine Kills I, I have I grown up I with. Well, I'm just saying, Ice Nine Kills I've grown up with, and you can't tell me that they don't put on a great show. Yeah, I don't think I said that, right? Well, no, 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 but you just said that if you were to spend money on this ticket, you'd be wasting your money. Mm -hmm. That's all okay. I'm I, I don't agree okay. with that statement. <laughs> you see what I, I mean? love Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying you have <laughs> they to... They yeah. shit. Yeah, and just like I said, Sirens and Sailors, Assuming We Survive, I haven't had a chance to see. Reckless Serenade, I haven't had a chance to see. But Ice Nine Kills, I basically grew up with. Yeah, I heard I heard one assuming we survive song didn't like it at all. They are easy core, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and they're and they're on Rocky's label, so you can see why. No, uh... <laughs> they don't sound anything like that. That's not fair. And they're not on Ronnie Radke's label. Is Ronnie Radke's label Third String Records? 
Then they're not Is on it? it. No. That well, I don't. Well, think... they manage them. I think. Well, remember what I just said. Desires is on the same label as Assuming We Survive, which is third. Yeah, I think I think uh, Assuming We Survive is managed by Ronnie. I guess that's a possibility, mm-hmm. but they don't sound anything like him or his music. Well, Fall in Reverse took them out on tour once, so I don't know. I wouldn't like Assuming We Survive if they sounded like Falling in Reverse. Well, that's I mean, but that's all I'm saying is that. But what I would like to mention too is I obviously tweeted out that I was going to see the show because I got the VIP package so that I could try and get Ice Nine Kills on the show and It Lives at Breeze. And It Lives at Breeze went ahead and said they are 100% in for the show. So I will be talking to them soon, hopefully. I'm just trying to figure Sweet. out what time. Yeah. And then I'm going to have Ice Nine Kills on the show. That's going to happen. <laughs> uh, mark his words. Yeah, that is, that is going <laughs> to happen. Day. We're, we do a show out of fucking Boston. Like, they have to be on the show. It's just the way it is. I'm seeing that in the Hallways tour, I believe, the 28th or 27th. I know they're coming to Dallas, like, very soon, like, in the next week or two. You're going, right? And that's Yeah, no, yeah, I have right. to go. You're going to have I mean, to give... Tour is, you have to give a review of that, for sure. Yeah, and I'm actually really bummed out because, as we speak, um, I'm missing the This Wildlife show with Have Mercy. Oh. It's not because of the podcast. No, 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 it's not. Oh, okay. It's not because of the podcast. It has nothing to do with that. Well, I can fill you in when I see them in two weeks. Ah, what an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish everyone saw the smirk that he I gave did. when he said that. I had a huge smirk oh, on my face, yes. Because I am seeing them in two weeks. Them in uh, Monuments. That's not fair. I would love, because I love this. Or wait, movements, wait, sorry. wait a second. Movements. Now. Watch out you don't fall asleep during their set, well, that's, damn. That was going to be my oh. joke later on. <laughs> I, believe me, I had that in the back of my head. Of course you did. But they'll oh, be on last. Oh, they'll be on last so I can sleepwalk my way home. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, obviously, we'll all have reviews of all the shows. I was was annoyed because I did want to go see Frameworks the other night, and I just couldn't do it. There was just no way, Mm. which is unfortunate, but I'm sure they brought the house down. They were playing with uh, Against Me as well. Friend of the show, go support them as well. I just couldn't do it this time, but I will be around next time. That is for sure. All right, so we are set for tours, right? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go on to reviews, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that, you, is, that is the way we feel when we do reviews. Hey, it, it's so perfect because the first line is, I've been feeling dry lately. And, you know, it's dry season until these albums come out, man. <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> wait, wait, oh, hold God, on. You just rearranged Marvin Gaye's classic yeah. song. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, I've been feeling fine, baby. Is isn't it? it? Am I well, wrong? All right. I don't know. You're, Hold no, on. You're we, have to, right. we have to look this up. Hey, you're yeah, older look. than me, so <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say this, but I'm going to admit before we continue all the reviews that this review week was a letdown. Well, I wouldn't say that. To me, it was. No, nah, we got kidding. we got some we got some hidden diamonds in the uh, hidden ne- needles in the haystack somewhere. Yeah. So Jackson and I were both wrong, I believe. What? It's, I've been really trying, baby. Trying, what? trying, ah, trying I've been to really hold trying back. Trying to listen yeah. to these albums and review them. <laughs> oh, but, hey. Some I like, some I don't like. Ty, well done. Well done, good sir. That was nice. Hey. So, yeah. So, if you didn't learn anything from this show or this episode today, you learned the lyrics to that song by Marvin Gaye. And you, we are perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they keep... learned way more as well. Well, you know what? If it doesn't stick and this did, Job well done to us. This this would definitely stick for yeah, sure. I think so. All right. 
So let's start off with Knocked Loose with Laugh Tracks. This was on Pure Noise Records. So who wants to start us off? I really, really enjoyed this album. There's this tweet that Ian sent out where he said when he was listening to this, he wanted to like break down his cubicle or whatever <laughs> when true. he was working in the office. It's and so true. I remember I was mowing the lawn when I heard <laughs> this song. And let me tell you something. If you have a really stingy weed sticking on your lawn and you are so pissed, you play laugh tracks. And you will not only grab that weed, don't take that out of context, <laughs> but you will destroy <laughs> uh, Oh, my God. It's... I mean, you listen to it before a football game. You listen to it. I mean, this thing gets you so jacked. I mean, damn. This when, album is so heavy. When he but in a barked, good way. When he barked, and we went, roof, yeah. roof, and then bam, it goes into a breakdown. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, they're changing the game as we speak. Yeah. It was so good. I mean, I honestly mm. didn't really Uh-oh. like them before the Ty, album. Ty is like, yeah, he's, he's getting ready. Too much of a stretch. Oh, Too much damn. of a stretch. Too much no, of a stretch. I love this album. I, I did love too. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Bam. Knock Loose sounds like every single beat down wannabe band in my part of town right now. Now, I will say this because I don't follow as much hardcore as I used to, and now I'm starting to do it again. I guess I can see where you're coming from, Ty, but because we don't cover as much, I find this to be very unique. Because we well, don't hey, I'm gonna cover hard I'm gonna be seeing them at Sold Out Fest in yeah. Poughkeepsie, New York on I think October 28th. So they'll probably put on a good live show and they'll probably see a, a exciting crowd reaction. But I would not listen to that band at all. Wow! But I heard one song on YouTube. So hey. wait, you heard one and that was it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. What? Oh, you what don't even get that was that was enough. No one count Ty's opinion on this then. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. Oh. One song and then I hear like ding 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 like I'm disappointed. Same same beat down band stuff. So hey. No, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too. Same beat down garbage. Great, great guitar riffs. It just makes you want to move. The great high, unclean vocals with the lows when the breakdown hits and you just get that chugging and you just know that people are hitting each other. (laughs) A little bit of foreshadowing here. We have about eight albums to review. I'm breaking the fourth wall here. You're dead. Out of all the albums, this was my favorite release. Holy shit. No way. I'm not kidding. Wow. This is going to be I I hope recommends I don't. I hope no one listens to this review. (laughs) I hope well no I hope the haters out there listen. I hope no bands listen to this because you guys don't know how many times bands talk to me and they go, oh, yeah, we heard this in this review and it was great. This is going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be really <laughs> tough. Like, of course, Austin Carlisle has not reached out to me and told me anything about the review we did for My Now Men. that would be a game changer. What, when I tell him that his album No, when Austin Carlisle voices in. You would um, not. Do not test me. You know, I have been very honest with every single thing I've done. Like, sure, we play characters every once in a while and we joke around. But I have been, you've heard my conversations. You know I'm very honest with people. Yeah, Matt Good was a game changer. Wait till Austin Carlisle comes on and talks about Cold War with Ian. That's a game changer. Wait a second. I I want some context here. I want to paint a scene. So Austin (laughs) Carlisle was on the show. Yes. Would you, A, be like, Listen, man, your album was shit. No. What the fuck? No, I'm a fucking, like, I'm a fucking yes. professional. Yes. No, I really didn't like your album. Do you mind changing it? Or see, <laughs> hey, man, you know, what what happened? I love... You know, Betty, do a three-way conversation. Sorry. I love part B. I thought that was B? great. 
okay. <laughs> where I just I'm all meek and I'm like I I don't know I didn't really I didn't really enjoy this but but please, please, please but please, please good please. sir please good Austin Carlisle please don't take it out on the show look no no I am a professional and I would Ooh. talk to him about his lyrics and I would talk to him about what he was going through while he was writing that album and what he was going for and ask him about the whole being yourself compared to pretending like you're something else guarantee i would talk to people about that because i've been very very upfront on my conversations so just say yes so you can make someone know how much you don't like them without even telling them you don't like them yeah it's not gotcha journalism i wouldn't be like hey austin i got you on the show your album sucks no it's a be straightforward yeah look he's not gonna austin cold world cold shit (laughs) (laughs) i would say hey austin cold world hot shit that's how I would do it because it's the opposite on both. Look, I just that album. I don't. Why are we even talking about this? Look, Austin Carlisle yeah. is not going to come on a medium-sized show like this. He's not going to do it. He's just not. All right, all right. But you guys can so, try. Yeah, not, you can certainly yeah. try. All the haters out there, reach out to Austin Carlisle and see if he'll come on the show and talk about it. What if he's yes. listening and he's like, motherfuckers, man. <laughs> well, then he should what want to this? come. He should want to come on the show and talk me through why it's a good album yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, austin if you are listening i like the album just uh yeah and so hey. did ty hey hey what's up yeah what's up, uh yeah <laughs> without the two interludes and aaron's vocals on the hunger then the album would have been so much better <laughs> or just taking out the song away at this point like i said last week if he redoes the lyrics and all the other stuff i think it'd be a great album <laughs> side notes anyway. all right so i guess anyway. we're gonna get even worse I, I thought yeah. this was a good week. I thought we were having fun with these reviews. Apparently, this is going to be a lot tougher. So, next is. album is Tesseract with Arai from K-Scope. K-Scope. It's yes. a progressive rock slash space rock slash experimental band. I had never heard of them before. So, this yeah, is my Tesseract's, first time. Just I just, enjoyed it for the most part. Just to get everyone on the same page. It's a reworking of four tracks from their previous release, Polaris from 2015. Jackson, what did you think of this? Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just blew any chance we had of Tesseract being on the show. No, I am good, and I can get anyone on the show, and I can talk to them about. Look, Ooh, these guys. He is professional. Yeah, here's the deal. I would say I personally like Polaris more. So I like the regular original tracks more yeah, than the me- reworked ones. Because I like guitar so much. So basically what these tracks were, were they were taking those original tracks and making them more atmospheric. They took away the guitars, they put in some piano, they put in some more layered atmospheric effects, and they did it that way. The one thing I will say, though, is the lead singer Daniel Tompkins' vocals are great on everything, but you can definitely tell that when you take away, especially because this is progressive metal, when you take away that guitar from the original track, his vocals soar. So he becomes the focal point. Where in progressive metal, you're almost the vocals are shared with the guitar. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. also part of the music is to really emphasize the guitar. To take that away really emphasizes him, and he has a great, great voice. So even though yeah. this wouldn't necessarily be what I would put on on a regular basis, I could add this to. Hey, you know, I just got a new lady off of Tinder using a song. <laughs> and now she's back in my place and I put on This Wild Life 
and then it goes into Tesseract. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, but then you fall asleep. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, it depends what sleep we're thinking. You know, X yeah. that, X all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what sleep again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, what, what definition of sleep, Jackson? But that is what I would say for that. So if you're looking for, if you like progressive metal, check out Polaris first. And then if you're looking to see yeah. what else they can do with the band and how they can expand, then check out Arai. Yes. And just so everyone yeah. knows, Arai is spelled E-R-R-A-I. Yes. Okay. I, I don't mind progressive metal. I, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, bands like Era, bands like, I guess, a little bit of um, Periphery, things like that. But Periphery. Yeah. But I, I like this band. It's just this wasn't the direction that I needed them to go in. Hey, that's Tesseract for you. That is indeed. All right. I agree. So next one, we got Touche Amore with Stage Stage 4. Yep, on Epitaph Records. Yeah, interesting backstory to that is that album is uh, the vocalist Jeremy talking about the last few days of his mother who was battling cancer, which the name of the album came from. Yes. And it's basically him just coping with the fact that she put out the fight that she could and now she's not alive anymore so it's definitely a more emotional outlet for touche more as opposed to the past couple of releases is it a more or more have i just been being an idiot touche amore okay just checking ian you're never an idiot don't Aww. say that hold on <laughs> <laughs> i take it back now ah <laughs> damn it <laughs> I'm just kidding. so yeah definitely a much more emotional outlet for touche amore for sure yes i thought so too and I thought this was more melodic in nature than their past works. Uh, you know, they're still hardcore. They're still post-hardcore with that emo yeah. flair to it. And obviously, with the very sensitive material that Jeremy was dealing with, it's way more emotional than probably ever before. But I thought this album was great. I think yeah, this it was. was. Yeah, I think this is probably my favorite of their albums. And I just thought... The emotion behind it all and the way they composed everything just worked really, really well. I thought like track like Skyscraper came out of nowhere. Very, very unexpected, but still worked within the album. It was basically all clean vocals. It was a duet with uh, Julian Baker, who guests on it. And then the only yeah. uncleans were these very brief over the clean vocals at the end. And it just worked really, really well. So I think, I mean, look, bands like this don't often get four albums. And mm. they're just, they're doing really well. They're playing every different type of festival. They're doing a really great job. So I wouldn't call this like heavy, but I would call it melodic, yeah. post-hardcore emo. Yeah, I don't think they're heavy at all. They're just like a mix of melodic, hardcore, and post-hardcore, but just with the like, like, like you said, the emo flair to it. Yeah. So I think you could mix them in with bands like such as... like Frameworks. Mm, not so much frameworks but hotel books uh, yeah a lot of dispute hotel books those Mm. bands frameworks is the exact same thing (laughs) just so you know i haven't heard frameworks oh yeah definitely yeah Uh, i'll I'll listen to them then but yeah but definitely when i threw on uh stage four and listened to it all the way through this definitely took me on like a a journey i like that jackson what'd you think took me on a journey (laughs) um yeah i really liked the album actually um Again, I, I really liked, with this album, d- diving into the lyrics. Yeah. With this kind of band, it's not just you listen to it, just, you know, something you hear in the background and you're going to like it, because you probably won't if you just take it as that. This is an album where you have to really dive into it, get what it's all about, and 
to me, the lyrics is the strongest point in this. And knowing that it comes from such a standpoint in his life, you know, you really do feel for the guy or, you know, it, it just really was a good album, though. I, I do appreciate it. And it's stuff like this where it builds up strength for them also as musicians, you know, knowing that when they have a situation like this come in their life, they could use, you know, an album or a single track as an outlet for what they're going through. So from a music standpoint, I like it. And also kudos to them for this being somewhat of a coping method with it. Yeah. I was about to say, I think coping was a very good way to say it, and then also possibly a way to move on as well. It's it's basically an album for those who have, like, loved ones who are dealing with cancer and all this other stuff. I mean, it could be, you can actually, a lot of those... losing anyone in general. You can Mm -hmm. change a lot of those to breakups, too. Like, there's plenty of stuff about just the pure emotion of what everyone deals with in regular life in different situations, too. All right, now... (sighs) Now we're getting to an album that I've been waiting for. It's going to be awesome. Just to paint a picture, everyone, Ian is wearing King 810 hoodie and uh, dad cap, as some people that call it. That is not so a fucking dad cap. It's not a dad cap? No. What's the and dad cap? And it's King 810, by the way. Well, you don't know what a dad no, cap is? A dad hat? No, we talked about this on a conversation that I had recently with Artifacts Pareo as well. But no, no, this is not. Why would this be a dad cap? This is has the K on it. Like, it's a nice hat. Anyway, besides the fashion, this is a nice hat. How dare you? I'm trying to understand. (laughs) No, it's not a dad hat. It is a normal hat. It really is. But I don't know if you noticed, but but whenever you go to like bands merch now and all that stuff, (laughs) just a normal hat now. If it's not a flat bill, it's a dad hat. Oh, that's just gotcha. Yeah, that's why I don't. I've never liked flat. That's how the bands have it now. Yeah, that's true. But I smell Ian hates band merch coming on soon. That would mean I love it. (laughs) And I do. But it's a sick hat, everyone. Please envision that picture. Yes, it really envision, is envision this sick hat. It's going to be my next Tinder profile pic. It's going to be great. <laughs> and I'm going to have Alpha and Omega as my, oh, as my Tinder. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, Jackson Aguilera reporting on the scene. Fit for a King just tweeted Thursday. Hashtag dead memory. Fuck yeah. So that means they will be releasing a song the day this episode comes out called Dead Memory. And I know for a fact that's the one with Jake Lures yep. in it from August Burns Red, mm-hmm. which he claims is the best song off the album. So Wow, Fit for King is that. really following us now. It's weird <laughs> because maybe this comes up in a discussion at some point. Hmm, interesting. Stoke. Dun, dun, dun. All right, but before we get to those announcements, let's go <laughs> back to King. We're just going to call him King. It's just easier, and that's what they go by. So Yeah, but that's how I remember those dudes, and they actually put out good stuff. We're going to follow up on that in a second. <laughs> so this is King with La Petite Morte, or more, whatever, you, or A Conversation with God. This is off Roadrunner Records. Yeah, let's, because let's I go on. I probably have a different opinion because I'm pretty sure you two have the same type of opinion. Oh, I don't know. No, it could be no, surprising. You're, no, yeah, I think every single opinion is going to be completely different, so I can't wait. I'm pretty sure, but hey, yeah, I listened to the album and I was suffering my way through it because oh. I was like, when is this over? When is this over? So it's like, let me just get through this the best way I can, keyword being try, so I can go back and listen to the Encronym album with Jason Hale from Chiodos when he was in the band, so I can stop hearing about how they assaulted people in airports and how oh. they're going to kill people and stab people in their native Detroit. Uh, they're not native Detroit. It's Flint, by the way. Or so Flint, that's, whatever. That's one thing. They never bring up the airport thing. 
that's only because you were reading into things. But then also, why don't you send me how you have to send me that music because I could not find the stuff with Chiodo's old guitarist on there. Yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up. Okay, because I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, Ty's got the hookup. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so Ty suffered through this album. All right. <laughs> yeah, re- dreadfully suffered. So then maybe I should. I'm gonna sandwich this one then, and I'm gonna go next. Okay. I fucking love this album. Uh, fucking love it. Now, I have been a fan for a while. You know, since uh, Pharaoh Lux told me about King. I don't think this is any different from their last album, which was so awesome. So that's why I'm surprised at what Jackson's going to be saying in a little bit. But let me <laughs> let me go ahead and mention. Let me go ahead and mention. Gun is his last name. He oh is boy. he's a metal David Gunn. David Gunn. He is a metal poet. There's no other way to put it. These lyrics are great. It's coming from such a unique place where most bands in our genres do not sing about the stuff that he's singing about. So it's part real life, it's part fantasy, at least from what I'm reading from it. But start off with an awesome heavy track, Heavy Lies the Crown. Here yeah. they even talk about how their peers do not understand them because all their peers are children. And when they say that, they're talking about all the bands that are around them. They're talking about how their lyrics mean nothing and they're basically children. So they're basically saying all their band, all the other bands are children yeah. compared to them? That's what they said. They said, I'd like to talk to my peers, but they're all kids. And that's what they're saying is they haven't gone through the things eh, that they've gone I through say- as a band. I would say they're the kids because they're just completely just saying the exact same thing I heard on their previous music. I don't know what that means. There are plenty of bands that sing the same things when they have more stories to tell. You must be one Austin of those. Austin Carlisle. You must. Well, he's making up things because he wanted to sound like he was 18. So this one, you must be one of those uh, music pussies that he was talking about in this track. <laughs> Which one? Hey, that's heavy to be a musical crown, right? pussy because I stick to what I love. So well, that's what, and they do too. And Ty, I thought you would love this track, anyways, too, because when he talks about how he's got two albums in it and he's gonna die, he starts mentioning people that died early in music, and then said, "If you will," and that's like a catchphrase of yours. So I thought hey. you would actually enjoy that. Yeah, I think it sounds better when I say it. I don't know. It sounded pretty badass coming from him. So well, I can make a, I can make up my own band and just go do a song saying, if you will, a hundred times, it'll be a smash hit. Please do that, and we will play it on the show. <laughs> yes, please. But I'm not done yet, uh, because this, this album is fucking awesome. Oh, that could be the band name, if you will. Okay. Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. That's, okay. that's a good one. That's a good one. We go to a track that's completely different. Black Swan. Sounds like a song out of Requiem for a Dream, which is pretty funny since Darren Aronofsky did the movie Black Swan and Requiem for a Dream. They sound so different from Alpha and Omega and Vendettas and all these tracks on the on the album, but Black Swan is completely different from that. Then you get to a song like Me and Maxine, and that sounds like Leonard Cohen. After you hear tracks of him talking about killing people and feeling their souls leave their bodies and dying that great uh line he used about how so when he's out on tour friends of his had died so the music has cost him lives it's a fucking great line 
I did. I I will. I mean, I'm not in my review part yet, but I did love that line. Yeah, that is like so, probably the memorable line of the whole album. Oh, I, I really did appreciate that. That one. So was he basically knew. So he basically knew Tom Searle and John Beats Holohan of Bayside and all those other bands who have died on the road. No, this no, is not, that's not, but, but that's not what he's saying. That's right, not, yeah. that's not what he's saying. He's talking about a hard life in Flint, Michigan, where they live and where they've grown up. And friends of his that die on a regular basis because of the life that they're leaving. Like, I'm not saying that all this is true. Like, I don't know for sure that he's saying everything as true. But he's talking about stuff that I don't normally go through and that our genres don't normally sing or talk about. So I'm giving them. Yeah, we've never heard this. Yeah. So I'm giving them extra whatever you want to call it, because I love the way they're weaving this into their music. And you can't say that a band like this is redoing things when you go from a track like Alpha and Omega, which is super heavy, and then you go to a track like Me and Maxine. I mean, do you know who Leonard Cohen is? Like, I did like Me and yeah, Maxine. Yeah, there's, there's a saxophone in it. It sounds like you would walk in and see him doing that in a jazz club. Like, it's completely different. So I'm just trying to point out the differences and how they're able to weave all these things together. I don't know. I love the diverse way that he sings. I love the uniqueness of the topics. It's guns, pain, poverty, loss of life, respect. It's all of these things together. And I don't I just loved it. I fucking loved it. If anything, I could just put on the Chicago Drill music album and just listen to that. Because they have it worse than Flint, Michigan. But it's does not in about. Chicago. Wait, wait, but hold on. It's not about who has it worse. It's about right. the experiences that the people are going through. So I'm not trying to change your mind, Ty, but by the way, and yeah. I'm not trying to change your mind, Jackson. I'm just saying, in general, I want people the same way that I even said for Mice and Men go see if you relate to that album. Go see if that's something that speaks to you. Go see if this album speaks to you as well, because we're going to have two people that don't like it. I fucking love this album. This album is going to be very high on my list of things. Like, I really, really enjoy it. I think, I think David Gunn would be an amazing person to talk to. I've heard nothing but crazy, interesting stories about them on tour. Like, I'm really hoping they come to Boston. Like, I want to see what they do, because I've never heard a band like this. We talk about wanting bands to be unique and everything. I've never heard a band like this before. Hey, I said what well, I said. Needed to say so. I'm glad you like them. Thank you, you know, Jackson. Hold that on. is cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, rip it apart. No, I don't. Please do, because I can't be the only one. <laughs> it, no, okay. Uh, fuck, man. You know, I don't really know how to come at it. Because I, I was just, I was really passionate. With my whole yeah, thing there. So, I yeah, know. I, gotcha. I don't want to because I didn't like it that much. Right. But I didn't hate it like Ty. I didn't like freaking have you to You didn't drag. suffer through it like I did. Right. I didn't <laughs> suffer. But if it was on a one through five scale, I would give it a 2.7332. So you give it 2.733 hates. <laughs> yeah. Hates. So out of out of five hates, that's how much you give it. Okay. Because, <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I really liked the single that they released, I Ain't Going Back Again. Right. And Alpha Omega was really good. Right. I thought that the album was going to be just like that. And, and there were parts, like was, five yeah, more songs like that. Say. Yeah. For some parts, it was. But I just didn't really enjoy the lyrics part because it's like Ian said, he is a metal poet. I do agree with that. He really is good. There were so many lines that I did like. 
but only from the songs, like the singles. Sure. But, okay, first of all, the album started off with Heavy, Here Lies the Crown, and that song was amazing. I tweeted yeah. it first moment I heard it. That shit rips, man. I mean, ooh, well, man, it was such a good song. It really was. Well, and let, then me, after let that, me interrupt you just for one second on that. So, by the way, that's what I heard last from you about the album as we were tweeting back yeah. and forth about how great this is. And then Ty, I see his conversation about how he suffered through, you know, King. Yeah, and I've heard so many other metal poets besides David Gunn, so. Well, sure, sure. But then... But they're not this hard, though. Yeah, they're and not. Because the like, you can't call Corey harder, Taylor... Man. You can't call Corey Taylor. You could call him a metal poet, but he's not dealing with the same things right. that they are. But let me just say this. So oh. I, I saw what Ty said, and I was like, oh, no, I have to text Jackson to be like, oh, we're going to have to... It's gonna have to be both of us versus Ty on the thing. Yep. But I did it, Bring in, it on. but I did it on an in an ambiguous way where yeah. I was like, Hey, you know, what did you think? Ty says this and he was like, Oh yeah, I hated it too and I was like, Ah, oh, damn. But I was yeah. like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to I'm the one on the defense here, Ty. You're not on the defense. I'm yeah, on the defense again. Not like I was oh, on the well, defense yeah, last true, week. True, yeah. Yeah, once this episode comes, I'm probably going to hear it from everybody. I'm just going to sit back and laugh at these comments, man. Look, everyone doesn't side with me. This is why we have three people on the show, is so that yeah. we can have these conversations and go through it. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to Ian Hates Music, you're going to get three different perspectives. Don't feel offended if all three of us don't agree with your mindset. Yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, we've said this before. We shouldn't be stopping you from listening to something. If anything, you should listen to everything. That's the whole point. Yeah. Like we do these reviews because we love talking about music, but if we talk about these, it, go yeah, listen. To yeah, it. go listen to these to these bands and see if you like them. I There's love the reason why this. we're talking about it in yeah. the first place. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so sorry, Jackson. Go ahead, finish up. Oh, you're uh, fine. Yeah, here lies the crown. I loved it. I ain't going back again. I loved it. Alpha Omega. I liked it, but just everything after that, it just wasn't that good to me. I really liked me and Maxine though. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But other than that, none of the songs I liked. I really didn't, and I don't know why. That's the thing. I really don't know why I didn't like it. Well, that's what but I was surprised about. It just doesn't it. connect. Yeah, like, it, it, it just doesn't connect. I don't know, but that's the difference. Is I connected to something that I have no connection with. Like I connected. I have no. I do not currently live in poverty. I mean, I have in the past, but I never had. I think to, none of us do. Look, I have stories from my past, but uh, I have not right now. I've worked my way up, um, you know. But the things that they're going through, I don't know either. But the way he talked about it, I heard so much passion and so much not only anger but also love for and love and confusion for what he does. Like so many things came out in that album that I just think were done so well. And then I can always throw on Alpha and Omega and just rip shit up. Like that song is. <laughs> so cool like it's just it just really is i don't know i understand that people don't obviously ty does not ty how did you only listen to one track of knock loose but then you listen say that. because i was about to say <laughs> you probably only listen to one track on this the first few notes sounded exactly like the beat down hardcore i keep hearing from new york and they these bands claim they're not beat down but i still hear the exact same thing and once knock loose came out and i heard the first few notes i'm like but next so that's what i'm saying so you didn't do that with King, though, because King is unique. Well, I saw King. I've seen. I said that many times yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. In this. yeah, 
We know yeah, you've seen, I've seen them. Right. I've seen them live. And of course, I'm going to have to listen to this band because I've seen one, I've seen them, and one, we're going to be talking, and second, we're going to be talking about it. All right. So are we good there then? <sighs> my yeah, my final statement is I appreciate the album. I just, if there was an option A and an option B, A being like it, B being don't like it, it <laughs> I would, mean, I'm not, I would be I'm, more towards I don't like it than I do like it. Sure. I just appreciate it. They're talented. I'm really glad Ian likes him. I hope other people <laughs> like them. It's just, I, I really expected so much from the two singles that I feel like I just got let down. Gotcha. But like I said, I just, I appreciate the album. I really do. And I will be listening to it again. So yeah, I might come I back mean, and be like, hey, I love this album. Ian, you're so right. <laughs> oh, I love you. Yeah, I mean, that. like, I'm not, I'm not here to stop anybody from prospering, doing what they want to do. Like, right. it's just that album was just garbage. <laughs> I know what, a, what a, and I don't right. want to sound mean, but I fucking hate it. Yeah. Is what and I'm just and said. I will end my review by saying I fucking love it. That way we're counterbalanced. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So we'll move on to a band. To a more that we, positive band. Uh really? Okay. Taking back Sunday, Tidal Wave, Hopeless Records. What yeah. do you guys I think? I think this yeah, this album is definitely a lot more positive than their earlier stuff, like Tell all your friends and um, louder now. I see what you're. Oh, uh, where you want to be? Sorry. Yeah, I think it's more positive now that they're more grown up and more mature instead of uh, making teen angst records like uh, "Tell <laughs> All Your Friends" and talking about cute without the e and all this other stuff. Those are it's the de- best. Yeah, good times, good times. But yeah, I think Tidal Wave definitely just basically them just really finding their true sound because happiness is. It was definitely, uh, definitely. A, I felt it was like a not a hundred percent taken back Sunday. I felt like there was something missing, but I think on Tidal Wave they finally found that stride and they know what they're what they want to do musically. I liked the album. Um, it's definitely what I like to call play while your parents around music. <laughs> yes. But other than that, I mean, it was nothing outstanding. Um, I'm sure a lot of people expected a lot from a new Taking Back Sunday. They are a very big band. They're one of the bands that I guess you could say made it out of the scene and, you know, they're pretty, they're very popular. But as in this album wise, it didn't really stick all that well, but I think I will be taking it back. (laughs) Taking it back to the album to to listen to it again. Uh, But, you know, just like another pun, you know, I I like taking it back to their old stuff. You know, it's a good album. I mean, I like to take it back to the older stuff too, but... And you kind of understand what they want to do. And as far as like, I mean, they're older guys now. They're not going to be writing about romance and girls and all that stuff like they did back then. And you can hear like the very, very different sound in Adam's voice because... Because he can't the, sing uh, anymore. He could <laughs> sing, but he just sings with like... Because he's been in the country too long. I mean, he's originally from the South, but he never really sounded like that in the early recordings. But now you can really hear the Southerness in his voice. It's a more mature sound. And I think that's what turned me off. Well, you know, I just and Adam I'm one of those guys that love smoking. the teen angst stuff. Yeah, and Adam Lazar needs to stop smoking. That's that's another thing. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's here's what I'm gonna say for this one. So I'll probably never listen to this album again, but I did oh. I did put it on. It's not that it's bad, it's just like what you said. I think we're all we're all actually on the same page, I think, on this one. Yeah. It's a quote unquote more mature sound. What I thought they did on this album was they did what brand new did with devil, the devil and the god yeah. are inside yeah they, yeah 
they did what they did with that album where and I'm not saying it's anywhere near as good as that album because this album I love is, that album. Yeah, this so album's not Oh no no. This album <laughs> is nowhere near as good as that album. But what they did was that was brand new moving out of the past and maturing into what their sound is. That's what Taking Back Sunday did with this album, is they matured into their new sound or what they yes. want to be most likely. Yeah, That's what they, they found their sound basically. Right. But what I do well, think they is think very, they did. Yeah. What I think is interesting with this one is I found this album to be relatively disjointed because Ooh. they're kind of all over the place here. And sometimes you hear the old school Adam vocals. Like all of a sudden you'll hear it and you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then he's back to this voice that you really don't have any connection with. And I think that's one of their problems is you could put on one of these tracks and you would not know it's Taking Back Sunday. You know, I agree. There's, there's yeah, nothing. I was listening to the album and I felt that some songs didn't really like. That's taking back Sunday. Am I still listening to this band? Right, and that's what I mean. It almost sounds like they have a different singer at different parts. So that's why this album's a little bit disjointed to me. And look, if you look at that second track, Tidal Wave, the the actual album track. Yeah, the that, one that's more like fun. Say it. Yeah, it sounds like a Dropkick Murphy song. Yeah, I thought I thought Sammy Zane was gonna come out as soon as yeah, I seriously, heard that song. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. It's so it, it's so weird. Like it really does. That's what I said. I said, "Whoa, what did they do? Did they have one of the guys from Dropkick come guest on this?" I had no idea, and I looked at. It, I was like, "Nope, that's just them." But that I'm not sure that's their actual thing. They're just they kind of made that way from pop to hipstery folk in different yeah. albums. Yeah, but it's it's not bad. It's just. I also hear this as being something they'll play in commercials and something you would see in a hipster movie where they have the traveling slash montage scene. Montage. They, you know, they yeah. put one of these tracks in there. I love how you envision all this when you're listening to this album. Oh, I do. I, I do it with most albums. That's this the thing. This is a great like, commercial uh, song. I don't mean great as in like I Ooh. like them. I mean yeah, com- yeah. commercial songs blow. It fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It fits with that kind of momentum that they're going with. I don't know. So it's you think it's of... not going to be uh, a Broadway production like how Vacancy from Bayside is going to be? Oh, Bayside oh, destroys yeah. this album. Vacancy. Yeah, they're yeah. basically they're basically another band who moved away from the scene music. Uh, kind of right. My my uh, take. If we want to go, I just like making noises. Ian said something <laughs> right when I he did. started his interview. That fucking <laughs> I did. I, I did. I he said, said something that it went in my head. It clicked, and it said, "That's what I think about this album." The first thing he said was, "I won't be listening to it again," but I played it. That that's basically what I think about it. Yeah. I won't be listening to it again. They moved yeah. away from yeah, what we are. They moved away from yeah. all that. And look, the past and that's, is the past. It's it's just one of those things where, look, I can listen to a like let's say let's take Pierce Avail. For, for example, I look at Pierce Seville Misadventures. I think that I can go through that entire album, and that's my favorite Pierce Seville album. Even though they've yeah, had. What are you doing having this in the same conversation? Well, because. Hey, I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm about to say something. <laughs> uh oh, again? I, I'm, I know, right? I, just for fun, I went with Taking Back Sunday and I listened to the entire album a couple times through, maybe even three times through. And I was like, you know what? Cute Without the E is right there on Spotify with millions and millions of listens. You know what? I haven't listened to that for a while. Let me just put it on. And bam, it wasn't a nostalgic feeling. That is a better song than anything they just put out. So that and it's not like I'm reliving my past. It's that is a better song. So it's just good. Yeah. So why yeah, listen to it? Just takes you back the, to a better time. Well no no. 
No, no. No nostalgia. No, I'm saying it's just a good song. It's a better it song. It doesn't matter what time or anything. It's just it's just yeah, good music. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a lot more emotion is put into that song, too. Yeah, than, than what they're doing here. So that's all I'm saying is if I can do a test like that with a different band's stuff and I'm like, oh, well, this stuff is just better, then I can pass on it. So maybe people will like this more, quote unquote, mature sound from Taking Back Sunday. For me, I just I don't think it's as good as the other stuff. I know what they're going for and I think they did a good job, but it's just not my style. Yeah. And a lot of things with the these bands these days is that once bands get to a certain part in their career, they would just get they just get too comfortable with the music that they write instead of putting any like real effort as they did back in their past discography, if, if you will. I had to say that. And so, yeah, uh, once they get, these bands get too comfortable and you, they put out this music and they don't put any effort into that and you could feel that they're not putting any effort into it. Well, first thing I will say is Ty stop stealing from King. Uh, second thing. <laughs> Proud second, to steal. <laughs> second thing I'll say is I think that this is them putting work into it. I don't think that they slacked yeah, off Yeah, they put on work this. in it, but they're just not putting any like real feeling. I think this is their feelings now. Yeah, I guess so. You see so. what I mean? That's I all That's all I would I say. So. It's not it's our feeling. Yeah. It's not our feeling. Yeah. 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 I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So let's leave that one behind. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it, it gets an okay. It's the rating of being as an ocean. It's okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Song-wise. Being as an ocean was just amazing. <laughs> name of the song. Okay. I know. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> Sorry. Kidding, kidding. I got really worried. I thought you were upset about something. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to no. upset Jackson on this nice day. I feel like we're doing a show. That, it's that's true. pleasant. I feel like we're all yeah, upsetting each other. No. Uh, let's, let's move on to this EP, which I thought was like a roadrunner passing by. Yes, it was. What, 10 minutes long? 12 minutes, maybe? It, probably. Yeah. So it's. Because I listened to it and I'm like, minutes. is it over already? Yeah. It's Turnstile, Move Through Me on Pop Wig. And it's basically a side side one and side two, two tracks they move each. Move through me, heyo. Heyo, hardcore, fast paced. What do you expect? Fun jump around stuff. Like that's what I. Yeah. Have. I mean, you can put it on for that five to ten minutes that it's on, and you'll enjoy yourself. But it's hardcore punk. Yeah, it's like where did time go? Well, see, that was our fast review. There we go for <laughs> for a fast for a fast EP. We move through, move through me, yay. <laughs> yeah. But All right, so um, now. We go to Young Guns with Echoes on Wind Up Records. They just had their song Bulletproof as the lead song on WWE's pay-per-view, I believe if I'm not mistaken. So they're, I think I've seen that. They're a big band. They're a big band, and I know for a fact that Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King really loves them. That's just a side note. We'll get to why, <laughs> we'll get to why I know that later. So what do you guys think of this? I mean, it's alternative rock. I thought a little bit 30 Seconds to Mars, but I liked what they were doing. And yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any reason. They have a bunch of standout tracks on this, but it's not something I'm going to continually listen to. I actually really like the album. I can see why Ryan Kirby likes them. Yeah, I do know we talk about it on the show, and you probably think, you know, we talk about more harder bands. And, you know, just because they're doing, you know, pay-per-views and all that stuff, I respect them. I actually really like the album. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot better than a couple of the earlier releases that we talked about. You know, n- no offense to those bands. <laughs> but it really was a good, solid album that I really do think everyone should check out. It's a really good listen. It really is. I agree. I don't think there's a really long review that's needed for this one. 
So yeah, I think we should just let everyone check it out, but it's alternative rock, and it's just one of those things where we enjoy it, and you can just see if you actually like it as well. Agreed. And then, I believe this is last on the list. We do so many reviews. Last one on here is another EP. This is Ghost with Pope Star. Pope Star. On Llama Vista Recordings. So, just as a backstory, there's one track on this, which is new, and it's the one we talked about last week, which was Squared Hammer. And then the other four are covers, and they're very obscure covers. So the first one is Nocturnal Me, which is from Echo and the Bunnymen. I Believe <laughs> from Simeon Mobile Disco. Missionary Man from the Eurythmics. And Bible by a Swedish band called Imperiet. Imperiet, I think is how you say it. I-M-P-E-R-I-E-T. Yeah, you have me Eurythmics. Can you say the bunny one again? Echo and the Bunnymen, Nocturnal Me. Okay. Yeah. Just, 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 just making sure I heard that right. Well, we brought we brought up uh, Donnie Darko earlier, so this is off oh, the yeah. same. This is off the same album with, but they're big. Oh, Under the Killing Moon, I believe. So I, I think it's on the uh-huh. same. Yeah, under the same album, but of course you can't choose that song. So they have to choose something more obscure. So that's why they went with Nocturnal Me. Yeah, I definitely love the EP for sure. With uh, Square Hammer being like the favorite track. Yeah, because it was an original track that kind of followed in another word. Yeah, that I, I'm en- I enjoy the covers too, but definitely Hammer definitely hit me though. Ghosts, like we talked about before, the way they dress and the way they handle themselves in conversation, you know, like people not knowing and just calling them the, the unknown. Nameless ghosts. Uh, yeah, nameless ghouls and all that kind of stuff. You don't expect them to sound like Blue Oyster Cult mixed with an 80s band. Like that's yeah, <laughs> that's what they sound like, which is crazy. And look, I'll never look at the song. Like I've never heard the song "Missionary Man" by Eurythmics, <laughs> but you listen to that song, you're like, you would not expect Ghost to be making it their own. But it sounds like an '80s song when they're singing it. Like it sounds like it's a Eurythmic song, but with Ghost doing the composition. Yeah, some Swedish men doing singing a, a British woman's lyrics. Yeah, it's very strange, but it's not off-putting because it sounds good. I just don't know how often I would listen to this EP. Yeah, oh, and by the way, Ian, when you told me I had to go see them in New York yes. when they came by, the, you had it wrong. They were in Rochester, and oh. they're, coming around in, they're coming to Brooklyn December, so I'm going to go to that. There you go. Very nice. Well, I look forward to hearing about that. Uh, Jackson, what did you think? It was pretty good. Um, really, the main, the only song I liked, honestly, was Squared Hammer. Uh it's a good take. You know, all their covers are good takes on the songs. You know, it's nothing against that. Um, I've never really been a huge Ghost fan in the first place. But I actually really did enjoy Squared Hammer. But to be honest, that was about it. This EP doesn't really have anything going for me. It's like Ian said, I, I probably won't be listening to it again. But it wasn't something I dreaded listening to. And I didn't hate it. And I do recommend it to everybody, which I'm, sh- I'm sure they do not need my recommendation. <laughs> right. I'm sure everybody knows and listens to Ghost. They're very, once again, we, I've used this twice today. They're very unique. They're a very unique I band. Agree. So if you're looking for something different, like this is another one that you could play for people. It, like this is, you could play this for your family in the car. Yeah. The, this is another band where they look at it and be like, oh no, you can't play that type of music here. And you're like, <laughs> well, no, wait a second. It sounds like it's from the 80s. Like, you're going to love it. Yeah, you're, you're going to love this. So. That's where it kind of chimes in, and I am looking. Yeah, hold on. Let me get my A track out. What I would say for this is, it makes me look forward to more original music. Yeah, same. 
and it makes me want to see them live too. But I won't have. Yeah, I hear they put on a really good live show, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that in December. Hopefully, exactly. I believe it. Ah, I didn't have the button ready. Do I believe I can fly? Oh boy! Oh my god. That's what Ty needed to get to the King 810 album. Oh, boy. Keep him going. That's for Jackson. Hey. <laughs> 21 Pilots are the best band. Everyone oh, shut up. No, I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> Boo. I'm just kidding. And hold on. I'm also going to censor you. <laughs> Wait, don't you... <laughs> that one's really hard. You can't censor people on the fly. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. All right. So we are all finished on reviews. Yes, well done, reviews. everyone. Well done. Do you see what I was saying now, though? As in Laugh Tracks was my favorite album out of all of them. They really weren't all that strong besides Ian in Love with King. <laughs> well, I love O's album. I actually liked a lot of the stuff. I thought Touche Amore or Touche Amore. Yeah, Touche Amore did it yeah. for me. Yeah, I thought they were great, but. King definitely was my favorite, but I love Knock Loose. I liked a lot of this stuff. It's just there's a few that I'm just not going to go back to. But none, none like the, that I hate. TBS? Like basically, my review system now is is it better than Cold World? And anything <laughs> goes, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's the lowest that's level. That's not fair. Lowest level. <laughs> what about Hail to the King? You're going to put that against them? Albums Hail soon? to the King's better. Hail to the King sucks, bro. It's, it's better than of My Cement Cold World. World. I'll take See, Cold I can't World say, I keep to the King say, any day. Hell, I'll, take hell. Hell to the, I'll take Cold hell, World hell. Hell to the King any day. Ian, what is the worst album you've ever heard? Because I oh, feel like this See, is that it. It's not fair. That's not fair because then that just means like <laughs> pop music and country music and all no, that no, shit. No, 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 no. I mean of this music. Like, obviously, this was a huge letdown for you. What can you think of that was worse than this in the stuff that we cover? Because I've never heard you not like an album this much. Oh. We'll finally get an answer. No, I don't know. Oh, am I supposed to say that band? I I thought I'd leave that to like the end of the year to tell people what band that was. Yeah, yeah. let's leave it to the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, I thought that'd be oh, kind okay. of funny. No, yeah. we'll, we'll wait. We'll yeah. wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. But definitely that band, probably things we talked about before, like Capture the Crown. You know what I mean? Right. Like we've talked okay. about that before. But it's just one of those ones where... Yeah, I just, I seriously, and maybe it's just because it's a new one. It's just, <laughs> that is my lowest, that's my lowest bar. It's like you just crazy. have to walk over that one. Just walk over it's not it. not that bad. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Well, here, I'm excited because the next few weeks are going to be amazing, starting with tomorrow, technically, when the show comes out. So this is 9-23, and we got Stick to Your Guns with Better Ash Than Dust on Pure Noise. That's going to be good. Exactly. Every Time I Die with Low Teens on Epitaph, Expire with Regret on Bridge Nine, and then Too Close to Touch with Haven't Been Myself on Epitaph. That's the one I'm waiting for. That, that's a big one. Every Time I Die is up there too. Those two are really big on the list. So, And then next week, we're not even going to go into it because there's a ton coming next week and the week after and the week after so we've got a lot of stuff coming up but this should be yeah fun. the fall the fall season exploding Absolutely. i can't wait for october 7th my gosh i'm looking forward to next week big time so we'll we'll talk about that in a second we'll talk about that especially stick to your guns every time i die and expire stoked let's move on to breakdown from the past 
I will gladly start this one, Ian, just because you asked so kindly. <laughs> Shut up, Jackson. Ty, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my breakdown from the past is a band called Gwen Stacy. Oh, I know ah, this band. Ah, throwback. Yes, sir. And the album I have chosen is The Life I Know. And just by y'all's reactions, I think we all know that this was a very good band slash album. I mean, what's not to say about this band? That album, to me, was perfect. The band really is one of those bands you think of back in the day where it's like, oh, man, what did you used to listen to? This is a band that always comes up, if you ask me. And I really do think you guys feel the same. It really does bring a nostalgic feeling to how the scene used to sound. It just reminded me of me. Sorry. Yeah, I got into Gwen Stacy because for some weird reason, I always got into like metalcore just by researching on Wikipedia, like the band names and stuff like that. Like I Killed the Prom Queen was one of the names that attracted me to them. And Gwen Stacy was another one. And for that time and place, that album was really good for its time. But I haven't really listened to Gwen Stacy in a long time. But definitely at that time, I definitely enjoyed it because I was young and stupid and whatnot. So. (laughs) Well. Even though that seemed like a backhanded compliment, <laughs> Jackson, Man. I will, I will go ahead and listen to them again because what you reminded I only me liked it because I was young and stupid. Yeah, that's, but yeah, that's they're pretty good. <laughs> you reminded me to take another listen because it's been a while. So been a while. Oh, good. So just I like will. with this, you did not just do that. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. We're going off the rails tonight. Oh that's wait a second. Saying. Time out. Cold World or Nickelback? Cold, Cold World. World. Uh, but Nickelback's gotcha. not in our genre. It's like saying again, pop music or country. No, no offense to Nickelback because they had some good songs. All offense, like all all offense ever to Nickelback and Look forever and ever. Boat. Nickelback has some good stuff. No, they don't. They, they do. All giraffe. No, they don't. <laughs> hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. Nice ass. How did this happen? How I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I fucked up. I fucked up. Thank you, Jackson, for sidetracking again. I took it there. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> All right, Ty. So yeah, um, F- follow Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Stacy. Yeah, so uh, Gwen. So my breakdown from the past is a local band from the Bronx, New York. They're called Empire, and their EP is called The Decadent Movement, progressive metalcore. This was the band's only EP before they disbanded in 2010, and it's a huge hit amongst the local scene in New York City. Everybody, especially in like other bands, have been trying to copy their style, but just, they end up doing horribly. So yeah, this EP is definitely something that I always go back to every single time or just any specific time. I could just throw it on and I can never get tired of it. So yeah, definitely check them out on iTunes. The EP is called The Decadent Movement. And going back to MySpace, they have the MySpace, which I think I put up in the... (laughs) Well done. Which I put in the documents. So yeah, definitely check out Empire. I just wish there were still a band because they would have been playing on the same stage as uh, Silent Planet, Norma Jean, Forevermore, and even Era, for example, or After the Burial. Definitely check out Empire. I know Jackson will dig it. And I know you will dig it. I definitely oh, will. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So my breakdown from the past is a band called Scapegoat. Now watch out when you go ahead and like look up stuff because there are a few different bands with the name Scapegoat. So what you have to look up is you have to look up Let Our Violins Be Heard from 2005, Zombie Dog from 2008, and apparently they have an album called I Am Alien that I had no idea about in like 2011, and I heard two tracks off of it on YouTube, but that's all they had, 
and I can't find it anywhere. It's weird. You can't find Zombie Dog on Spotify either, but I own that album, and I consider that album a masterpiece. And it Uh-oh. really... Oh, dude, this band changed it's not a lot. And it doesn't count. <laughs> That's true. It's not on vinyl. This, this album count. is so good. Please just don't even worry about the rest of the discography. Just look up <laughs> Zombie Dog just to see. Look up the song Bonnie and Clyde. And tell yeah, me, I'll, I'll probably have to Google that after we're done. Oh, absolutely! I just want to hear Zombie Dog. I mean, with a name like that, <laughs> and, you can't well, not listen to it. It's a great, t- it's a great cover. You should just see the cover of the album. And then uh, they do have a song called Zombie on it, which is great. And then the whole album Rocky. is so different. The lead singer. Did they cover voice, Zombie by Cranberries? You said they did not. They did uh, not. Okay. I would, lo- uh, I would have loved that. I would have loved it. Believe me, I love that song, and I've seen it live before too. I love that. And their dogs. And, and their dogs. but i i just they were very unique post-hardcore alternative metal rock whatever you want to say but they were one of the first of that type of band to do what they were doing and they were one of the ones that got some spotlight on the scene in north carolina as well they were one of the first so Check out Scapegoat. Just don't get them confused. I think there's like another hardcore death metal band that's also. So when you look up on Spotify, it's a mix of all their stuff without Zombie Dog. So look up Zombie Dog on YouTube and go through there. I know it's it just yeah, sounds should, so funny. You yeah, need we should to look the, up Zombie Dog, okay? You know, yeah. we should do the shot every time Ian uses the word unique. So you'd have fucking <laughs> four shots tonight. That's it. Oh, man. Plus, it's a good thing if on this show we're talking about unique bands. We're not like other shows True. that are just throwing it to the Oh, that's know, the fifth the shot standard. right there. Yeah, there we go. Uh-oh, shots fired. Oh, literally. Silent with a silencer. Oh, he didn't man. name anyone he's shooting at. But, um, oh, okay. But, um, so I think oh, that covers everything, if I'm not yes. mistaken. The last thing that I'm going to mention is I have two announcements because we have two very special conversations coming up very soon. In fact, this week will be one of them. It's going to be JT from Famous Last Words. And the reason why I'm so excited for next week, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> the reason, you should have just had the song playing. Man. That was my Jesse Spano from, from Saved by the Bell. Oh, Jesse my God. Spanos. <laughs> the new album, The Incubus, is coming out next Friday. I think it's 929 or 930, whatever it happens to be. So this gives you plenty of time to go ahead and pre-order the album. Listen to the conversation with JT. I had a lot of fun. Obviously, I'm a huge fan, as you'll be able to tell by my questions. And it was just awesome to talk to him about all the concepts and everything that he's doing, even though he has tons and tons of interviews. But I believe you'll enjoy it very much. The second big one that's coming up will be next week. And that is Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King. Their new album, Death Grip, as we have talked about, is coming out on October 7th. And it is just, he said all the things that make you just get extremely hyped for this new album. So, yeah, it's just going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So make sure to pre-order that as well. Support both of these bands because they are so good. And these are going to be two amazing albums. So that's the announcements for that. So let's go ahead and say, Jackson, do you have anything you want to plug? Guys, I can't stress this enough. Please rate us on iTunes. We appreciate them so much when we do get them. Leave reviews. Maybe we can even do a thing where we start reading out the reviews we get if they continue to keep coming. Sure. 
who knows? Just so many big things come with fan interaction. You know, we love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we're on iTunes, Google Play. You know how it is. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Ian Hayes Podcast. We got an email that Ian will hit you up with. Um, we got a lot of big things coming. You know, we're growing. Tell us what you think. Ty? Yeah, I say the same thing. And then we also have links to Ty's music blog on the site as well. Yes. It's haven't been updated in a while because I haven't been that to many shows in a while. But these few coming months before the new year, I will definitely be attending the sold out festival, which you'll be hearing from me about the right. Bear Tooth Fit for a King show. You'll yep. definitely be hearing me about. Maybe I'll throw in a review or two up there of an album that I listened to back in the day or a new one that just came out maybe the day before yesterday. So, yeah. King ain't one King, yeah. King. Yeah. <laughs> probably one sentence. Suffer, suffer, suffer. Suffer. So, yeah, definitely oh. keep an eye out. Oh, what are you saying? No, I should have I picked up the track Suffer from Get Scared. And I could have just played that a bunch of times where they say suffer, suffer, suffer like I did. You yeah. would have lo- worked perfectly. It could have been your whole review. Yeah, so yeah, definitely keep up keep up to date with that and everything else that we have going on. So yeah, definitely keep an eye out, keep rating, keep subscribing, keep sharing everything on your Twitter, hashtag haters, keep doing what you're doing to support this podcast and keep an eye out. That's all I gotta say. And thank you to both of you for doing that because now this makes me a little bit easier here. So all I want to mention is facebook.com slash Ian hates. You can interact there. Also, you can email me Ian hates at gmail.com. Plenty more conversations coming up in the future. We got a ton of stuff. Like I'm not even kidding you when I talk about the surprises and the changes that are going to happen to this show. It's a lot of fun. It's really exciting. It's just going to be great. Yeah. So go ahead. Please rate us on iTunes, just like Jackson and Ty said. Rate, subscribe, share. It really helps. It's always good to show these bands that what we're talking to them about is getting through to everyone. Because that's why people come on the show, is to have a conversation and to spread their music to everyone. So the more people they know are listening, the more they're going to want to come on here multiple times and talk to everybody. So keep that up. Like I said, just tons of new stuff coming in. So we're going to keep that a surprise. And I think you're really, really going to like the way things are going to end up turning out. So I think you'll really like it. So Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? Ian, what was it that I said in the middle of the show that I was going to say for that? <laughs> I forgot completely. I did oh, too. Man. I did too because we got into <laughs> such heated debates on the music. I forgot. Fuck. I had something so good to say. <sighs> sorry, man. I, I let everyone down. I'm so sorry. I dishonored my family and that's, everything that I stand for. That's a good so one. So I'm just going to leave you off with a, um, you know, just just keep jamming and rest easy, everybody. Expect nothing less. <laughs> and I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>